Hello, EGAT. Any new listeners? Anybody who stumbled across a podcast with two beautiful black girls on it? This is EGAT. Everyone gets a turn. I am Dorian Black. This week, I'm solo dolo. Unfortunately, with some scheduling issues, Ari won't be with us. But the good sis will be next here, be here next week. And yeah, until then, I'm going to hold it down for us. You already know I'm going to hop into our What the Hell Happened. And first things first, the good sis Autumn did not come to play with us, okay? Because it definitely was Chris Breezy. It was Chili Mills out here. I had to bundle up and put on a few layers. It was really kind of chilly. And I'm confused because it was just 92 degrees last week. So if y'all see me next week and I got on a fur coat, a bathing suit, flip-flops, and a skelly, it's because I I really don't know what's going to happen next <laughs> with this weather. But, you know, in all honesty, I am really ready for the fall. I'm ready for oversized sweaters. I'm ready for my Uggs. I'm ready for pumpkin spice everything. I'm ready for the events we have in the fall. I'm ready for the Harry Potter event they have in Chestnut Hill. I'm ready for pumpkin patches, apple orchards. Ooh, uh, all the goodies, all the spooky movies. You guys just don't know. I'm really ready for it. I'm ready to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. Hocus Pocus. Like, I'm so excited. Like, uh. But yeah, I'm ready for the fall. I don't know about you guys, but I am ready. Um, But yeah, that's enough for me being the weather girl. I'm going to hop into these hot topics. So I don't know if you guys know, one of the biggest things this week that has happened was the Botham uh, Jean case. Is the Botham Jean is the man who was murdered in his own home by the off-duty police officer Amber uh, Geiger, I believe her name is. They did find her guilty. However, she only got 10 years. And there was a lot of controversy because the victim of the brother, uh, the judge, who was a black woman, and the correction office, who was a officer who was a black woman, was showing so much compassion and kindness and forgiveness towards her. And my whole thing is, where is that same kindness and compassion when it comes to black and brown people? Like, you know, I think of the Khalif Browder case and how his, you know, case came across black and white judges. And there was no type of empathy or compassion for that 16-year-old child. And here it is, Khalif, you know, took his own life because there was there was no compassion. There was nobody to say, it's okay, we're going to figure it out. It was nobody to say, it's okay, we'll help you. And, you know, that was just him being accused of a crime he didn't commit. Here, this woman was found guilty of a crime she did commit. She called the man who was in the comfort of his own home. And, you know, some of my coworkers was talking about it. And it was like, I don't care what anybody say. How do you make that mistake of walking into someone else's house and, ki- and killing them? Like, when you walk into your house, you know it's your house by the way it smells, by the way it looks. You mean to tell me from that quick five minutes she walked in the house, she couldn't tell it wasn't hers? But here, we're supposed to believe that and only give 10 years and be kind and compassionate. Mm. And another thing that happened with this case was Joshua Brown, who was an eyewitness and testified against her, was found dead. Was found dead. 
And I think whenever it comes to a high profile case like this, it's always some type of mystery death. Like when you think of Sandra Bland, we still don't know what happened to her. It's crazy. And I think what they're going to try to do is overturn this case. They're going to say, hmm, now that our eyewitness is gone, we're going to try to get this girl, get out of jail free card. We're going to try to reopen this case because our eyewitness is gone. And it's sad because this man took a, a justice stand to testify someone for someone who lost their life. And now his life is taken. I just want to know, is that same compassion that they have for that woman, is that there for that man? And it's crazy because I feel like J. Cole said it best. Like, what's the price tag on a black man's life? When you check the toe tag, not one zero in sight. And that is so true. Like, black and brown people, every day when we step out, it's, we never know if we're going to make it home. Shit look at it it doesn't matter if we're driving it doesn't matter if we're listening to music it doesn't even matter if we are in the comfort of our own home it's scary i just ask that black people we we give that same compassion that we have for other races towards our own i think we need to stop giving out these these passes because not everybody deserves them um and i think we just need to be careful. We need to stay prayed up. Um, yeah. But in other news, they want to talk about uh, some some tea. Um, as you guys know, the good sis Amanda Sills, Ari and I are good fans of hers. She recently got into some drama. You know, she recently dropped her episode on her podcast, Small Doses, called Professionalism. Uh, Small Doses of Professionalism. So, basically, she talks about the issue she had with Vanessa, who... I'm sorry, I do not know that girl last name. But Vanessa, who is the publicist of um, Issa Rae. And, unfortunately, the girls weren't really getting along. So, Amanda said... I don't need, you don't work for me. I don't work for you. You go your way. I go my way. So, and you know, she did bring up this issue with Issa. Issa was on some, you know, that's between y'all. You know, y'all figure it out. Boom. And I hate people like that. Like, no, if you both are friends, tell me if I'm doing something wrong. Let the other person, if they doing something wrong. And help us mediate it. Like, I'm coming to you for a reason because you're my friend. I I respect your opinion. And I will hope you can help us resolve these issues that we're having with each other. But, yeah, Issa was like, I ain't trying to hear all that. And so come to find out, you know, Vanessa was holding a party with Jesse Williams, who Amanda was invited to. And, you know, Amanda Amanda showed up to the, the party and was trying to get in. And Vanessa was like, no, sis, you're not allowed. You can't come in. And Amanda was asking people, like, you know, can you help me get in? Like, I was invited. But the good sis Vanessa had a chokehold on that situation and was not letting her in. And she had Ms. Amanda Sills escorted out. And I seen, like, a lot of people saying, oh, Amanda Sills is a bitch. She's mean. She probably deserved it. Da, 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 da. I don't know Amanda Sills personally, but... And she could very well be a bitch, but I think this is a prime example of you have to be careful on how you treat people. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter. You know, you have to 
You have you have to watch how you treat people because you never know when you may need them. And this is a prime example. And, you know, I don't know what she did or the dynamic of the relationship, but is it really that deep for her not to come to the party? Like, mm. you know, hopefully the girls can get it resolved. Um, and if they ever need a mediator, Dorian Black will be happy to be there. So, yeah, that's the only tea I really have. You know, we're big fans of Amanda Seals. And, you know, I don't think I don't think that's fair for her not allowed to be invited to a party she was invited to. Like, it's black Hollywood. Like, we can't. And this is the thing. We can't exclude our own from an event like that. But then again, I don't know the dynamic of the relationship. So, uh, yeah, other news, Kylie and Travis have broken up. I'm not really surprised. The relationship did move kind of fast. You know, one minute she was with Tyga and that relationship, you know, lasted a good minute. And then they broke up. And the next thing you know, she got with Travis. And they were together for like two years. And now they have the baby. And it's life. You know, you go through breakups. They both are still young. So it's expected. You know, they do have their beautiful baby girl out of the relationship. And hopefully they can become co-parents, you know. He's a millionaire. She's a billionaire. I'm pretty sure they can make it work out. You know, apparently they are breaking up due to a a side chick, alleged side chick that Travis Scott was having. But they're young, so it is what it is. I just know after this breakup, y'all, that Travis Scott album is going to be fire okay i love travis scott so and you know whenever an artist go through something they make fire ass music so mm. talk about fire ass music the good sis summer walker snapped on her album over it oh my goodness when i say that album is that is a great album like it was put together very well you can hear the storyline she had great features she had usher she found Party Next Door out of Drake fucking basement. She had Janae Aiku. I love that song, I'll Kill You. Oh my goodness, when I say that song, mm, I connected with it. But the album is really good. If you haven't heard it, check it out. It's called Over It. Shout out to the good sis Summer Walker, because she snapped on that. Um, yeah, I think that's all, all the tea that I have for you guys. Um... Yeah. Oh, I do want to give a shout out to my good friend, Asia. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make her white coat ceremony. My good friend's in school to become a doctor, y'all. Yes, med school. Um, And, you know, she had her white coat ceremony and I wasn't able to make it. So shout out to you, girl. I'm so proud of you. Also want to send a shout out to my friend, Tony, who's having his first live performance tonight. I'm so proud of my friends. They're doing so well and accomplishing things that they always said they wanted and i'm just so proud of them <clears throat> um yes is that is that it is that it for all the what the hell happened i think i think that's it so i'm gonna roll into this episode y'all this episode is not gonna be that long since it's just me and i'm solo dolo but i wanted to discuss emotions feelings how do you feel today how are your emotions? Have you have you tapped into them? Um, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to talk about the emotions because I've been in some real Drake type type time. 
Um, y'all know I'm a cancer, so, you know, I get the stigma of being sensitive, but I just want to like think on emotions real quick. We have so many different feelings and emotions that we go through a day. Like sometimes we could be happy. We could be sad. We could be mad. We could be glad. We could be afraid. We could be scared. We could be hype. Like that's a lot of emotions to go through. And it's like, are we in tune with them? Are they in check? I think for me, you know, and my emotions, um, they're a little all over the place right now. I'm not even going to lie, and I'm trying to will them back in. Um, you know, a few of the emotions that I've been going through lately, one is fear. So, you know, I've always been like a scaredy cat when it came to like taking risks. I've always been afraid of failing. And what I'm learning during this process, because I'm definitely still in the process of learning this shit, is that... You have to take risks. You can't be afraid because fear cripples your ability to be the best person that you need to be. Like, you know, growing up, I was afraid to choose the wrong college or choose the wrong this. And what if that doesn't work out? And I've missed out on so many things because I was afraid. And fear can hold you back. And it's so much. It's scary. But, you know, the thing about fear is we're afraid of the other side, like what the possible outcome, you know, what if we fail and life is all about taking L's. I'm not even going to lie. Like you, you're going to take at least 30 L's before you get that one win. And that's just how life is. You know, you have to learn, you have to learn, you have to process, you have to go through it in order to succeed if you if we didn't, we would have a fucking go-to manual for life, but we don't. So that's why, you know, we can't let fear get in the way of who we want to be. Um, another emotion I want to talk about is love. You know, love is, when I say love is the most powerful feeling, when you love something, oh, baby it takes you to the next level you floating you be doing things you don't even normally do but love is such a hard emotion to express because sometimes you know the person we love or the thing we love has a different love language to us so we may be expressing our love in one way and yet they're expressing theirs in another and now we're off page so that's why communicating your emotions is important and speaking on them and speaking and saying how you feel is important especially when it comes to love you know so things don't get misconstrued like I know when it comes to my siblings like they get underneath my skin and they get on my nerves so you know a lot of times when I speak to them I'm either just like hey bye whatever or nagging or you know whatever so when I go to express my love and my my ex- emotions and feelings towards them, it confuses them. You know, they're just like, whatever. That's just Dorian being Dorian. It's not, oh, look at my sister. She's being loving and caring. It's just like, what is this? It's weird. It's making me uncomfortable. So I've been trying to work on my expressions, especially when, not expressions, my feelings, especially when it comes to love and expressing how much you love people. I think that's so important because we never know when that person's 
when we're going to see that person again. Like, I hate being mad at the people I love or being upset with them because I'm afraid if I don't tell them I love them or express my love for them, anything can happen to them. And I'll never get a chance to express that to them. So I've really been, like, honing in, expressing myself. But it's easier said than done. Like, because when it comes to me expressing it, it's just like, how do I say this? Because how do I say this and you not be weirded out or give me a negative response? Like, but you you can't think like that because... That's that person's rightfully owned feelings, and they can feel that way. Like, if you guys ever noticed, like, or have you ever tried, like, pre-planning a conversation in your head before you bring it into the person, like, all right, I'm going to say this, they're going to say that, we're going to get over it, we're going to get this shit done. And the when you go to present the conversation to them, what they say is not the conversation you had in your head, is like okay, this is going left. This is not what I thought it was going to be. I think sometimes we forget that other people are entitled to how they feel. And when it comes to this whole thing with feelings, it's like we have to be understanding, like, you know, just how I feel a certain way, this person may feel a certain way. They may not like this or may they may have feelings towards that. So it's just like, hmm, not only do I have to be understanding of how I feel and what's going on with me, I have to do the same for them. So emotions are strange things um what's another emotion i want to talk about um expressing your anger towards people i've noticed that you know it's okay to get upset and with other people especially when you feel as though it's treating you a certain way it's how you express it once again like like i was upset with a friend of mine and instead of expressing that I was upset, I just was, was doing weird stuff. And it was like, I didn't have to do all that. I could have just easily expressed my feelings to them. And it's so weird because we go through feelings a hundred times a day. But yet, these are the hardest motherfuckers to express. But I'm learning that you have to communicate your emotions and your feelings. And you have to process them correctly in order for things to be a little bit smoother than what they what they are when it comes to certain situations. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. Um, how in tune are you guys with your emotions? Do you try to tap into them? You know, how do you express them? How do you... <clears throat> what emotions are you going through? Like, right now, I'm going through a tired emotion. I'm going through a exhausted emotion. Um... Yeah, these are some of the emotions that I'm that Dorian Black is going through. So, yes, tell me how you guys feel about emotions. And yeah, you can always add us at EGAT Pod. You can add me at Dorian Black. You can also check Ari out at Heartcatcher. So yes, this was an interesting, you know, episode. It's harder to do it by yourself. I can't wait to meet up with my co-host so we can link up and chat it up. But yes, this was EGAT Pot. See y'all next week.